Happy New Year. I'm glad to be back, and I am glad to have with us a guy that we've had to reschedule twice, who I like uh, personally and professionally. He and I have been <laughs> half naked in the water in the Caribbean together, haven't we, Hal? Hal Sparks, who currently stars, in, currently stars in my kid's favorite show, Lab Rats, on Disney XD. He's known by many as Michael Novotny on Showtime's Queer as Folk, and he's the former host of Talk Soup. He often discusses politics also on the Stephanie Miller Show. More than a pleasure to have a friend of the, sh- the family here, Hal Sparks. Hey, Hal, Happy New Year. Glad to have you with us. Thanks. It's nice to be on finally. It's, it's a minor miracle in and of itself. Especially considering it's uh, it, it's like the a Thai monsoon in Los Angeles right now. I know. And, I, I, I have yeah. I, I have uh, what are those emergency things going off on my phone and on my TV? Even though my TV's off, it's creepy. <laughs> like people, it's rain. Uh, I, exactly. That's what I just said to my producer. I'm like, it's rain. You know, um, just rain. Yeah, yeah Cal- well, you know, California. Where are you from originally, Hal? Kentucky. Well, then you know bad weather. You know winter and oh, snow yeah. and rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. the good weather there is bad sometimes. <laughs> I think these mosquitoes are bigger than I am. Yes. Uh, well, the green yeah. grass of Kentucky didn't get green without precipitation. Right. It's and it's funny that we've just been complaining about a drought as if rain just stops coming ever. Right. But no, no. Thanks to climate change, it's just getting shockingly extreme. So expect us to be like bailing out on the level that we were missing water. Um, yeah, I think it's funny, too. People are complaining we don't have rain, and now they're complaining there's too much rain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know what? We should all go back to farming, and we, <laughs> then we'd just be nervous about it all year. Yes, yeah, so just just not with anybody the last name Bundy, I would guess. But uh, this, yeah, right. Well, uh, really Hal, so much to talk about. First of all, I do want folks to to know if if they have kids, uh, Lab Rats is a great show. It's clean, it's safe, it's not violent. And my kids' uh, favorite character happens to be Hal. Hal, I just have to tell you this. Um, Hal and I both live in L.A. and since we know each other, we're, you know, we're gonna have lunch. I kid you not. Last night when I tucked my son in, he said, "Mom, yeah, have you had lunch with Davenport yet?" <laughs> that's your character and he said right. and, and, and he said um when are you having lunch with davenport i i fear they will have to pop by the beginning or end of our lunch just to say hi he seriously he's in love with you <laughs> oh i don't i don't doubt it and it shows taste and breeding on his part you've done well right <laughs> and i completely uh agree and i insist that they come by uh, when we do uh for at least part of the conversation obviously parts of it will be you know not kid friendly because it's all about you know, perspective and uh, location. You know, that's just the, the big rule of, of language and co- and topic, I think, is the same as real estate. Location, location, location. No, absolutely. Where? And and how, one of the things, because you're, you're very talented, you're multi-talented. I mean, uh, you're, you're a comedian, you're an actor, everything that you've done. And you're politically, you know, very intelligent, very uh, savvy. And, um, you know, people saw that when you were on Talk Soup where you'd combine, you know, current affairs and maybe some political stuff and certainly uh, yep. discussing politics on Stephanie's show. Let's talk about something that is so easy and you can give thank yous for the amount of material uh, for uh, fodder and, and for comedy. And um, that's Donald Trump attacking Oh, Bill I thought you were Clinton. going to say Ted Cruz's hair. Yeah, well, that um, too, and Donald Trump's hair, right? Okay. Do- Donald Trump attacking a former president, Bill Clinton, whose approval ratings are higher than Donald's. They're even higher than Hillary's. And, and, yep. and attacking, this kills me, a guy who cheated on his first wife with his second wife is now on his third, impregnated second while married to the first. His pointing fingers at a guy, although who, who did have accusations, had never had charges or any of those accusations uh, 
come to right. uh, fruition unless people believe because of a check written to Paula Jones that that situation uh, really took place. Uh, so so t- talk, talk to me about this. Um, first of all, Donald Trump attacking uh, Bill Clinton. Let, let's well, talk. first of all, the, I, I think it's fascinating uh, that this is just history repeating itself because Newt Gingrich uh, did a similar thing, had a similar history, almost the exact same marriage numbers as Donald Trump and nearly the same circumstance around ditching his wives and moving on to the next one in the Pez dispenser of love that he thinks exists in the universe. And in this particular case, you know, Trump cheated on his wife and his mistress and married his mistress and is calling the ethics of a couple that is still together, uh, it, uh, you know, out. And that, that's kind of the amazing part. That's the same uh, when people, like, attack the Obamas and and their kind of relationship and family, and you're like, ah, they've been together. They're still together. They weather things. The same thing with the Clintons. The Clintons have weathered stuff that other couples just pulled the ripcord on. And by other couples, I mean Donald Trump and uh, his former relationships and people almost to a man that have criticized him in uh, the Congress and in the Senate over the years. The, the hard part ultimately is, and maybe this is a step forward insofar as how you know, uh, sexism is evolving in our country, is that it is kind of nice that um, I guess the first time we're open to attacking the spouse overtly. Yeah, uh, hang on, hang on, Hal. We're going to take a break. I want to talk about attacking the spouse, and I want to talk about not just who's being attacked, but the gender of the candidate whose spouse is being attacked. We'll be back after this with uh, my buddy and a friend of this show. You hear him on the Stephanie Miller Show. You can catch him on Lab Rats on Disney XD, former host of Talk Soup, Hal Sparks. Talking with Hal Sparks, currently starring in Lab Rats, great show for families, uh, not just kids, on Disney XD. Check it out. Uh, he also was on Queer as Folk, a big star uh, in the uh, making there, and it was a great uh, show. You did not have to be Queer as Folk to watch it. Uh, former host of Talk Soup, we often discuss his politics on the Stephanie Miller Show. Glad to have him here to talk about some stuff as well. Very talented, good friend, Hal Sparks. Hal, thanks for holding and welcome back, buddy. We were talking about Donald Trump attacking Bill Clinton. Now, Hal, I don't know if it's just because I'm a chick, but you, you never, ever, ever hear men attacking spouses of other men's uh, candidate, male candidate spouses. Don't you think that part of the attack against Bill Clinton by Donald Trump just proves sexism to a degree because he feels he's within his right to do so because Hillary's a woman? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, everybody knows that he... He's a soft target for that particular um, de- demographic. That their base definitely has it out for any you know former Democratic president. There's part of that there that's just going to be a guarantee. He's he's got special dispensation to attack Bill Clinton because he's a former president. <clears throat> In the the interesting thing is this this is not a a legacy relationship like George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush where, you know, government in a democracy was effectively passed father to son, which is, I think, a mistake when it happens in a monarchy, much less in what's, you know, pretending to be a democracy. But most of the time, the attacks on H.W. Bush were germane to his presidency, and nobody, you know, most people kept their powder dry about him as his father, 
um, when they were attacking George W. Bush. If only. And, and even the attacks against even the attacks against Jeb, they're not even a attack. I mean, attacks against GW yeah. with regard to Jeb. They're questions regarding what do you think about your brother and what he did. You know, I, and I, I think it's a fair question if somebody were to say to Hillary, what do you think of Obama's handling of ISIS? What did you think about what your husband did with NAFTA or Rwanda or yep. the economy? Uh, but at the end of the day, every yep. Republican I know would vote. Bill Clinton would win if he ran today. We all know it. No Everybody question. knows it. No, no question. question. Okay. Right. The economy was good and strong. We were safe. Yes, there yep. were some minor conflicts. Uh, we, we and, and it is a very different uh, time. But, it, you know, Bill Clinton has campaigned for other people. And – and, yeah. it's, it, you know, he has not been attacked. The other thing is, have you noticed there's not been one allegation by any woman since he was impeached? Oh, yeah, clearly, which which arguably would be the, the free reign time of getting away with that kind of stuff, I would suppose, if that was in your character. Well, the, um, yeah, yes. The other thing is, honestly, statistically, if you're if you're somebody who rapes, most rapists rape 100 times approximately before they're caught. Secondly, if right. they're caught. Secondly. Yep. If somebody is an abuser of women, yeah. they're, go- they're not going to stop, especially if they did people fe- feel abused while in office. They're not going to stop. If they're a sex addict, they're not going to stop. Either he yeah. stopped or he never did all those things that he was accused of. I don't know. I am a woman, and when a woman says she's been raped, I'm apt to believe them. But if somebody's running for office, which Bill Cosby is not, um, right. but Bill Clinton's wife is – uh, and Bill Clinton was. Uh, if somebody's in the well, political realm, I kind I kind of go, hmm. Let's look at the time. Yeah, it, it requires an extra uh, layer of thought because exactly. there's political maneuvering that goes on. And I think Dennis Hastert is actually a better example of of a similar kind of thing in that it was after the fact that he was, you know, confronted by the allegations, blackmailed at what went on, and those things ended up being, you know, haunting him after office when he lost. When he had no power to keep it at bay, if that makes sense, you know. He, yeah, no, it no, had, it, it does. Yeah. Now, you know, people people say that her, you know, having Bill out there um, hurts her more than helps her. And I say, are you kidding me? This no is way. a this is to get the nomination. This is he's not trouncing out there for the general election. That may be a different story. That could hurt her for those that hate him. Although he's very loved, uh, but you know, I no, I think it I think it hel- I think it helps her because the people that like her are going to like her more, the people, an independent, in a general election, an independent, a centrist, somebody's undecided, is not going to vote for or against her based on Bill Clinton and his past record, personal or professional, period. I, I think what the, the reality is, and this is the part, this is why you attack um, your opponent's strength and make them look like weaknesses, and you make your own weaknesses look like strength. This is classic political strategy, it's classic Sun Tzu, and in regards to Bill Clinton, he's a strength that she has, and most of the people who are independents, who are you know genuine independents, and I don't mean the phony independents who are Republicans who voted for Bush twice and now are embarrassed to call themselves Republicans. Um, most of them who really look at this will go, I may have issues with her decisions in certain areas, but it certainly helps that she has him as a close advisor, and he did as well as he did. Having that pocket, it's the same thing that made people actually on the kind of middle ground of not liking Al Gore lean in the direction of being okay with George W. Bush because they thought, well, his father was president, he was vice president under Reagan, and he knows what's going on. He's, he was, you know, he's a person that's a close family advisor. He's going to tell him the truth. And I think a lot of people 
say the same thing about Clinton in regard to how he'll help Hillary's campaign. And, and we also know that she and he have both talked openly about lessons they've learned from mistakes made while he was in office, you know, in terms of policy, especially Rwanda. That's a great example of it. Um, it's one of his biggest regrets as president, right. not doing more about it. And in her um, decision about the Iraq war, which she, you know, I don't think it takes character in many ways to vote in an unknown leading up to something um, as much as it does to admit in public you made a mistake and it is something you will never do again. That's, you know, that's more of an act of character than, than what effectively ended up being a coin flip um, as far as how it could have turned out politically, not actually in, in terms of Iraq and Afghanistan, but as far as a political decision. So I, I, I think he's 100% a plus. That's why they're attacking him early and why they're doing it on a personal level. The other thing um, he could be used at, quite frankly, I mean, when you have so much, when you need so much international um, ally help and increased allies, especially yep. with regard to ISIS, you can have your secretary of state, uh, you know, you can have your secretary of state meeting in Israel and you can have Bill Clinton meeting in Saudi Arabia because it. I don't think people – this is because he is going to – if, in fact, Hillary is elected and if, in fact, he is the first man because we've never had a first man, he sets the bar for, you know, what can and cannot be done. And as long as he is not writing legislation or dictating policy, the world loves this guy. And I I, I think it would only help – I mean, Bill Clinton – has single-handedly, single-handedly reduced the AIDS rate on the continent of Africa. I mean, I'm sorry, you do that alone, you're born, you die. You've done more than most human beings will ever do in their lifetime. If you look at, whether you like him or not, my husband read both his books, and you've met my husband, Hal, and my husband's not one to read about politics or whatever. My husband said to me, I might as well just give up trying to do more now, because he goes, do people? He, he goes, do people realize how much this man has done in his lifetime, and he's not done. Um, and and you know, you can tell I like him. I mean, he was my favorite president. But that that aside, what really bothers me too is whether I'm on the radio and 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 debating on other people's shows, on my show, on TV, whatever. It kills me that in a presidential race, mm-hmm. we are talking, and to me, it just shows the desperation. Of the Republicans and how little Donald Trump has on Hillary. They can't even right. get her on Benghazi because there's nothing to get. They have right. nothing to say except, well, your husband committed adultery. That Really, think about that. In 2016, how ignorant are we as the American public? I'm sure there are many people out there going, where is the substance? We want to hear about immigration. We want to hear about how ISIS is going to be defeated in security, how we're going to improve the economy, how we're going to create jobs and bring jobs back to America and, and, and have more you know, uh, production and manufacturing yeah. here. We really don't want to hear and, – and young voters, young voters don't even know who Monica Lewinsky is. They don't remember no. that. And keep in mind, both Trump, his supporters, and you know, Trump and Ryan Paul are the two who have gone after him the most. And ironically, they represent the biggest block of voters – who have zero interest in this issue. They, uh, of anyone, libertarians like Rand Paul uh, supposedly represents, which I don't believe he does. I, I think he's a phony libertarian, much like his father is. 
because there's no such thing as a libertarian who's against gay marriage for religious reasons. No, I'm with That's you. Absurd. The true, the true liber, uh, libertarians, what was it, Andre Moreau or whatever, back in the day, when they were really, yeah. truly libertarians, they Just, weren't conservative. They were kind of in between social, conservatives right. and liberals. Totally. Socially, socially laissez-faire at the base. But um, so the two big candidates going the most after um, Bill Clinton are Rand Paul, whose followers directly should not have any interest on uh, whether that was a character issue or not, whether they solved it even in their relationship, just strictly what the guy did with his job in office specifically. That's it. And, and, and Donald Trump, who, A, is guilty of the exact same things that he's accusing, um, you know, he's saying are outlandish breaches of character on the part of Bill Clinton, and himself decried the uproar over it during that time. He said it was no big deal. And he was right to say so. And most people agree with him. And up until he was running for president, most people would have sided with him in that argument about what was what was important. You want to go after him on NAFTA and GATT and go, will she make similar um, type of uh, decisions when it comes to treaties and, and tariff and trade? Have at it. Absolutely. But since they're not going to, because quite frankly, their NAFTA and GATT plans make well they're wholesale selling off of the united states to the highest bidder so they can't criticize that because which donald trump has single-handedly done you know and 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 also even his ad i wanted to get your take on his ad his ad reinforces the muslim ban his ad reinforces a fence mexico's going to pay for um his ad makes out and his ad that he will take off the head of isis why is it that he continues in your opinion to grow in support among allegedly uh, Republicans and allegedly registered Republican voters when this is a guy who flip-flops on everything. He said, let Putin handle ISIS. Now he's going to cut off their head. He said yeah. he's going to build a fence with Mexico. They're going to pay for it. Mexico's like uh, funny. Everything he says is a lie. Um, and quite frankly, right. he doesn't have the authority to prevent a religion from coming to this country, and it's unconstitutional. Right. It's an absurdity. But you have to understand, he's appealing to beyond low-information in voters. He's appealing to people who, um, who allow their own xenophobia and ignorance to run their lives all the time. They, these are the people who statistically think, if you ask them um, what their chances of being killed by an Islamic terrorist are, think that it's higher – than their chance of heart disease when, you know, they're active walking diabetics. Like, there's an element of absurdity to the kind of people he's appealing to. So when you're appealing to those kind of people, you're going to make absurd statements um, in that regard. So that doesn't surprise me at all. And quite frankly, I I think that ad itself was news-based. I think it it got him free airtime for... I mean, he didn't have to pay to have it on any network. Literally every news organization ran it. MSNBC ran it. Um, uh, you know, NBC, Nightly News is going to run it. The Fox ran it, of course, but they, you know, and gave him free space to talk about it. Um, the, um, so it, it's not surprising that that's what he's going to do. That's, that's by no means a surprise. Um, I, whether he's honest about it is the scary part. Because, you know, a good portion of the time, I think of him as just simply a crass manipulator in terms of media. Um, I, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I, um, well, I know you say it depends. I honestly think he wakes up in the morning, is taking a shower and says, I got it. I'll attack Bill. 
And and I don't think he has any, I, I'm sure he has no advisors. He decides what he's going to say and do. Nobody tells him otherwise. He doesn't consult with anyone. I think that's very clear and, and very problematic if, God forbid, he were elected president because he has to work right. not only with Congress uh, and his staff, but he would have to work with the world leaders uh, with regard to ISIS and other international problems. He is not diplomatic, to say the least. Um, you know, You know what I think? I think Ted Cruz believes what Donald Trump says is lying that he's different than Donald Trump. So I don't and I don't know what's more harmful. Donald Trump just putting this crap out there, exposing how mean, hateful and vitriolic uh, our, our society is or has become. Um, you know, I don't know what's worse, if he really believed it or if, if he's just laughing all the way to the polls. Well, I, here, here's the thing. But let's be really honest. The, the reason Donald Trump wants to be the front runner, he doesn't want to win. He has no interest in being president. When you become the front runner and you become the nominee for the, either party, six months um, from the election, essentially, as soon as you're kind of, as soon as you've got the main go ahead as the front runner and you start getting Secret Service protection and all the things that go with it, you will also start getting briefings about stuff um, leading up to the actual election. Because all sorts of stuff can happen. So for about a month and a half, two months, you get all kinds of intel that other people, um, you know, don't have, don't get. And from a businessman standpoint who deals in real estate, that's invaluable. That's worth billions of dollars. And a very good point. A very good point. I want to ask you, you don't think he really wants to be president no, I, I didn't think he did. But now that he's running an ad, then why do this unless he really is laughing and in cahoots with Hillary well, and he built a helper? To, he has to get a, he has to get to a certain point. He has to get the nominee to get all this information. Once he gets the nomination, once he once he gets to that point, he gets briefed on a lot of stuff that is effectively secret. If he wins, he can't use that information for business purposes in any practical sense for years. If he loses. He can start right in going, oh, by the way, you know, they're expecting a big war in this region or whatever, but they think that if this dictator gets installed, it'll be stable for 10 years. That's a good place for a hotel. End of conversation. Um, and he, he's got, I mean, it's basically insider trading. It's an insider trading. So, it, and this is not the first time this has been done. This is not the, you know, uh, people do this all the time. There's a, there was some, uh, you know, argument that Ross Perot's run was effectively for that, so that he could, as an independent, he could get privy to certain business motions and, and, and relationship elements of the, you know, of the United States and other countries so that he could benefit from it financially. Uh, Hal, I, I want you to, uh, we're out of time. i got to take a break. Yeah. Will you come back on the show again? I insist. A yeah, second great. date. A second yeah. date. My son's going to think it. I'm cheating on Third him. after lunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, Hal Sparks, everybody. Hey, Hal, before you go, give out all your information uh, that you want people to check out, Twitter, anything you want. Um, yeah, I'm at Hal Sparks on Twitter, uh, at the Hal Sparks fan page. Um, and then, of course, every Saturday, the Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio in Chicago, and we stream it on my YouTube channel. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you, buddy. Hal Sparks, folks, and he will be back on the show again.